Good morning, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I am your host, Dr. Angela Chester. Today we are talking about character. We are talking about God in Schools. That is the title of her book with Dr. Christine Van Horn, and I am so excited to have her on the show today. Good morning, Dr. Christine. Thank you so much for being on today. Good morning, Dr. Angela. I am very happy to be on. Absolutely. And I think that you are talking about a subject that definitely needs to be tackled. So let's go on and get started. Uh, The title of your book, God in Schools, why was it important to entitle your book that way? I do believe it was a message that God wanted me to relay. Uh, It did not start out as a book being called God in School, and it was um, my doctoral dissertation in theology. And I just believe that this has gone God's heart to get this message out to everyone, to share uh, about the true founding of the school system in America and uh, what has happened in in the last several decades and what we can do to get things Mm -hmm. back in place again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I am a person who happens to have gone to Christian private school, so I think that it is absolutely very important that uh, that we have this part of of who we are available and and it not um, be be frowned upon. But I know that not everyone agrees with that. So let's let's take a, a step further. Where do you think that we are, or how do you address it in the book, at least as a nation, when it comes to the topic of of character and, and understanding how God wants us to behave. Well, back in the 1960s when uh, prayer was taken out of the public school system was a radical change, and we have degraded mm-hmm. ever since. Um, the, the American school system was really founded on the Bible, and the intent was that children would, would learn to read the Bible. And so yeah. reading was taught based on the Bible. And I grew up in the, in the you know, Christian school system as well. And, you know, we had that as a foundation. But yeah. the, the public school, they were even able to pray up until the 1960s. And then when that was taken away and then Ten Commandments was taken out of school, there, there's a moral floundering, I guess, of children today. They do not have the, what we had. And they yeah. don't they don't do that. And if they do not get raised in a Christian home, they don't have any connection to this. This is not how the yeah. American school system is founded. Yeah, yeah. And you're so you're so right. I, I have to agree with you there. Just just a simple a simple prayer in the morning to get your day started can make all the difference in the world, and I'm surprised um, that that they don't see that and that they haven't been able to, to bring that back. Now, speaking of the impact that, that it's had, um, can you talk a little bit more, um, without, of course, giving it all away, about the impact that the elimination of prayer has had on our schools? Have we seen, like, an uprise in uh, behavioral issues or anything? We have. Um, because there is no moral foundation to base anything on, um, the children just don't have it. And and then when we can't teach the Ten Commandments, you know, there's nothing in the school yeah. system to say, you know, don't steal, 
don't don't cheat don't don't lie you know and and all of that is really gone so we our country has gone in a very very wrong direction um you know even patriotism has been taken out of the classroom in a lot of schools yeah. don't even say the allegiance and you know we've seen you know in the news even the pledge of allegiance doesn't have under god in it all the time and and so it's it's just all gone in a wrong direction and our kids don't have that moral compass anymore you are you are so right. I remember I went to a graduation, and this was maybe five years ago. And uh, you know, we were we were waiting for everyone to kind of present the colors and you know do all of that, mm-hmm. the pledge of allegiance. You know, sing at least God bless America. You know, something. And yeah. none of that none of that happened. And I, I remember we kind of just all looked at each other and said. Okay, I guess we just get the welcome speech and we move on. So it was, you're, mm-hmm. you're right, it was it was quite odd to me um, because I was used to that form of formality. So absolutely, absolutely. Now, when it comes to the separation of church and state, so many people uh, yeah. believe that they understand what that means. They they think they do. Most folks, let's admit, don't do research to really figure out what things truly mean or what the the root of it is. Can you explain the meaning of separation of church and state, how it has impacted our country as you address it in your book? Absolutely. This is this is very key to so many of the things that we are seeing in the last several decades and, and even today. Um, you hear people say, you know, separation of church and state, it's in the Constitution, so we can't have anything, you know, that's Christian or religious in, you know, the public domain anywhere. And that's, that's a fallacy. That is not true. The word separation of church and state are not in the Constitution. They came from a personal letter of Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury, Connecticut Baptist Association. And what he was saying was something completely the opposite. He said that we must be careful to not build a wall of separation between church and state. So what has occurred is it was in a personal letter that has now been attributed falsely to being in the Constitution. And now we see so many laws, you know, being put upon that, such as, you know, Mm -hmm. we can't have nativities displayed at Christmas time and you can't have prayer and you can't, you know, not true. It's not true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are you are so right. And I mean, man, the, if if you want to get an argument started, what they say, talk about you know money and politics, right? So throw throw that out there, and and boy, will will people uh, share their their point of view? But the key is, what is the truth? And thank you so much for sharing that, because someone's going, what? It's not in there so they cannot wait to google and find out more so you have definitely enlightened someone today so thank you for for that answer now when it comes to conduct and and you you talked about that a little bit before what does the word of god say about how we should conduct ourselves when we're in a school environment we need to follow the word of god so the important thing is we stay true to the word of God, no matter what is said. Um, you yeah. know, if you need to follow authority. So students need to follow their, their teachers and their principals. The only exclusion to that is if they are asking them to do something that's outside of the word of God. 
but we need to teach our children to be obedient to that. Obedience isn't like talked about in the schools anymore, but we need to teach that as parents um, and, and teach that for our children. We also need to ensure that the teachers, if you're a Christian teacher, even if you're in the public school, you need to follow godly principles. And, and yeah. we have to do that, even though that, that isn't, say, in the, the regulations, you know, of schools. We can, mm-hmm, can't do mm-hmm. it. You are you are so right. I remember um, speaking with one of I used to um, work in the school system a very long time ago. But one of the things that one of the secretaries said when we were talking about um, how do you still express yourself when your faith is so incredibly important to you, and she shared something, and I thought it was absolutely amazing. She says, you know, I can't pray in school but it doesn't stop me from praying in my car before I enter the school. And I said, oh, how nice. And she says, yeah, I, you know, I I sit in my car and I have a a quick conversation with God, you know, bless the teachers and the students, protect us and keep us safe and, and all of that. And she says, and for me, I, that's, that's, still the the closest I can get to the school and still in my mind be praying for my coworkers that are here because we do need to make sure that we that we take our faith with us. I thought that was really awesome. I said, yeah, I think more people need to need to do that. You know, um, if we can do a walking meditation, we can do a walking prayer. It doesn't have to be out loud. At least it could be silent when you're the teacher. I'm talking about that point. It's like, Absolutely. Bless your class just the same. I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Now, we do, you, you talked about the, the students' responsibilities, some things that our teachers can do. Let's talk about parents. What can uh, parents do that would help this um, c- c- continuing to, to keep our children in the, going along the right path there? Well, there's several things that you can do as a parent. Number one, do not let your children go out the door without prayer cover. Pray over yeah. your children. Because when they go into school, they're going into a secular domain, and you don't know what they're going to encounter. Um, there's so many bad things that happen in schools with, you know, people coming in with guns and things. And, and we need right. to pray for their safety. You said that, you know, to pray for the safety, you know, that your friend was praying yeah. for the safety of the students and the teachers in the classroom. And as parents, you need to do that same thing. Pray for where your children are going. It's the mm-hmm. same thing, you know, for the classroom or for the school and for protection over them. And then, um, you know, engage in what their curriculum is. There are some things that are truly against the word of God that are being put into the curriculum in schools. Parents mm-hmm. shouldn't just take that what their children are learning is okay. They need to figure out what it is and engage in it. And if it is things that are contrary to their Christian beliefs, they, they do not have to just accept it, just, that their children yeah. are going to, to learn these things. And, and really, um, in the home, teach character. Teach the Word of God. Put, yeah. put that into your children's hearts so that when they get out into the world, they're really put into a an ungodly situation, potentially, just by going to school. They need to be prepared. And that is your responsibility as a parent to do that for them. Uh, so what, what you start at home really can carry through into their everyday lives. 
You have said a mouthful there, Dr. Christine, and I cannot agree with you more. Um, I know that I did that for my son when he was uh, uh, in school. Um, now that he's in law enforcement, I told him, you know, this isn't going to stop, right? Like, I, I just yeah. changed uh, how I pray. But but I, I'm still praying for you absolutely every single day, and we do need to be mindful of that. I, I think this generation is going through so much more than than perhaps we were with the bullying and the even the thought of there being someone who could come to uh, cause harm at the school. We we do need to make sure that we we are covering our children in prayer every single day. Well, Dr. Christine, I know that I have enjoyed talking to you, and it has been amazing. Now, for those of you who want to hear a little bit more, I have the pleasure of talking to Dr. Christine Van Horn more in depth on my radio program, Daily Spark with Dr. Endla. And if you would like to hear the more in depth, by all means, Find us on your favorite streaming platform, and you can listen to the full and complete interview there. Dr. Christine, before I let you go, can you remind everyone of the title of your book? Um, I know that you have another book that is also available. If you could mention that, and then let us know, how do we stay in contact with you, and where can we pick up a copy of your book? Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much, Dr. Angel. This has been wonderful for uh, these interviews. So um, the name of my book is called God in School. Uh, my name is Dr. Christine Van Horn. And um, my website um, is drchris.co. So it's www.drchris.co. Not .com, but .co. So www. I love it. Thank you, Dan. Dr. Christine, I'm so sorry to cut you off. We have 30 seconds and I have to do the sign off. Thank you guys, everyone, for for visiting with us here today. And, of course, we want to give a quick shout-out to each and every person that has uh, made sure that this episode happens. Thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every sponsor and patron of the show. As always, may you have great mental health and may you do it with a good book. And in this case, it is God in School. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye.